Welcome back to Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we're continuing our study on end times and continuing our look into the tribulation. Last week, we talked about the basis of the tribulation and as well as the first six of the seal judgments. And you may be thinking, why did we not get into the seventh seal yet? Well, because it's not in chapter six there. The seventh seal doesn't come until chapter eight. And what we're going to find is that seventh seal is the trumpet judgments. And we're going to talk about that today. But in between, there's a little bit of an interlude, um, a little bit of a respite, so to speak. And he says in chapter 7, verse 1, After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, so that no wind would blow on the earth, or on the sea, or on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun, having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the bond servants of our God on their foreheads. So there are still some people on the earth that have not been martyred, but are believers in Jesus Christ. And so um, at this point, these angels that are getting ready to destroy and to do destruction uh, to the earth and the sea are held back until these believers can be sealed. And it says in verse 4, And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. So these are 144,000 Jews who are believers in Jesus Christ. They believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and all the connotations with that. And he gives out his 12,000 from every tribe of the 12 tribes listed. Now, interestingly enough, there's one tribe that is not listed because there were actually 13 tribes. And I know we talk a lot about the 12 tribes of Israel. There are 12 land-bearing tribes in Israel, but there were 13 tribes if you include um, Levi, which Levi is listed in this list. So which one is getting left out? It is the tribe of Dan. The tribe of Dan is missing from this list. So I just did the work for you. And then we see, we'll fast forward a little bit to chapter 8. When the Lamb broke the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. So now we've got the trumpet series of judgments that's going to come. There was a little bit of a respite while the angel was going about sealing the 144,000 Jews. Another angel came, verse 3 of chapter 8, and stood at the altar having a golden censer, and much incense was given to him so that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints went up before God out of the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire on the altar and threw it to the earth. And there followed peals of thunder and sounds and flashes of lightning and an earthquake. And that is the 
announcement of the trumpet judgments. And so now we see the trumpet judgments right here. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound them. The first sounded. So here's the first of the trumpets. Sounded and there came hail and fire mixed with blood. And they were thrown to the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. So this first, first trumpet is things on the earth that are destroyed by this fire. Um, fire mixed with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. Third of the earth was burned up. You think the wildfires in uh, Manitoba were bad or the wildfires in California are bad. This makes that pale in comparison. This is a third of the whole land mass of the earth is burned up. That's, that's intense. A third of the earth is burned up. A third of the trees are burned up. All the green grass was burned up. What's left? Not much. You've got two-thirds of the trees, two-thirds of the earth, no grass left. Um, this is starting to look apocalyptic. Again, this is still in the first half of the tribulation. So referring back to what we talked about with the, um, the rapture, this is clearly God's wrath being poured out on this earth. Now we move to the next one. The, the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. And a third of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. So now the second trumpet, the seas, a third of the seas become blood. A third of all the creatures in the sea die. Can you imagine the stench between the blood and the dead creatures everywhere? The ones on the earth and the ones in the sea. And then we've also got a third of the ships on the sea. Think of all the, the trading ships, the barges, the navies, uh, everything that's in the sea. A third of them are destroyed. And this is going to be massive devastation again. The second or the third angel sounded, verse 10, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of waters. The name of the star is called Wormwood, and a third of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died from the waters because they were made bitter. Now, wormwood means bitterness. And so this star that's thrown down and you've got the rivers that are turning to bitterness. And, um, and so now here's the rivers and the springs. So now your sources of water are being destroyed. A third of your sources of water between the oceans and the seas and the lakes and the rivers, between these two angels and these two trumpets, you've got a third of your source of water gone. 
And so people are going to be dying from thirst. People are going to be parched and and barely able to move around and do things because of this. And this is going to have wide-reaching consequences. The fourth angel, verse 12, sounded, And a third of the sun, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars were struck, so that a third of them would be darkened, and the day would not shine for a third of it, and the night in the same way. So now we've got a third of the light is is gone. A third of the, the sun, a third of the moon, a third of the, the stars. Now when it says a third of the moon, it doesn't just mean that we're, we're going to be now in a, uh, a partial moon as much as it's not going to shine as much. It's going to lose a third of what it shines. Same with the sun. So that the day, instead of roughly being... Um, 14 to 16 hours of daylight, a lot less during December, um, it's going to be a third less of that. So you figure instead of 15 hours, it would be 10 hours of daylight. And it's going to shrink down significantly, and that's for the long days. Now you figure the the, the shorter days that run about eight hours are going to get down to five or six hours of daylight. Um, And so this is going to plunge things into darkness. Verse 13, Then I looked and I heard an eagle flying in mid-heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Again, I cannot say this enough. This is the wrath of God being poured out on a a group of people who have rejected him. This is not meant for believers. And he's saying, woe to those who dwell on the earth because the fifth, sixth, and seventh trumpets are going to be even worse. Even worse than what? Even worse than a third of the earth destroyed by fire. Even worse than a third of the seas and sea creatures and ships being destroyed. Even worse than a third of the rivers and all of the rest of the sources of water being gone. Even a third of the, of the light and a third of um, what we can see is gone. And now it's going to ramp up, he says. Then the fifth angel sounded. And I saw a star from heaven which had fallen to the earth, and the key of the bottomless pit was given to him. He opened the bottomless pit, and smoke went up out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened and the smoke by the smoke of the pit. Then out of the smoke came locusts upon the earth, and power was given them as the scorpions of the earth have power. So these are locust-like creatures, and they have power like a scorpion, it says. They were told not to hurt the grass of the earth, nor any green thing, nor any tree, but only the men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So now you're seeing a distinction. The seals are starting to um, have their effect on these chosen 144,000. And these locust-type creatures cannot hurt them. Uh, Verse 5, And they were not permitted to kill anyone. 
but to torment for five months. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it stings a man. And in those days men will seek death and will not find it. They will long to die and death flees from them. So now you've got these these locust-like creatures that can torment a people like a scorpion sting for five months. And here was what they looked like. Verse 7, the appearance of the locusts was like horses prepared for battle. And on their heads appeared to be crowns like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men. They had hair like the hair of women, and their teeth were like the teeth of lions. They had breastplates, like a horse in battle, um, like breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots, of many horses rushing to battle. They have tails like scorpions and stings, and in their tails is their power to hurt men for five months." They have as king over them the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek he has the name Apollyon. The first woe is past. Behold, two woes are still coming after these things. So this fifth trumpet is still amazing pain and agony on this earth. For those who have rejected God, these locust-like creatures that look like horses with faces of men and lion's teeth and and all sorts of things that um, John used to describe them, everything that he could think of to use to describe them, are able to then sting people with their tails like a scorpion stings them. But instead of a scorpion sting that is shorter lived, this is going to last for five months of agony. Can you just imagine five months worth of agony? So this is definitely, as we read the seals and as we read these trumpets, sometimes we get thought in our mind that this is going to be a rapid succession of things when it's not. Between the seals and the trumpets, we are taking three and a half years. There are three and a half years at this point. And you say, how do you know there's three and a half years? Well, because what we read a little bit last week, we're, and we're going to see that um, where the Antichrist will break his covenant with the people um, halfway through the tribulation. And this is going to be half between the seals and the trumpets and then the bowl judgments and potentially the um, thunders are in the second half. And so we have this, these locusts from the bottomless pit terrifying things that are tormenting people for five months each time they get stung. Can you imagine? You just get over the five months and bam, you get another one. That would be awful. Verse 12 of chapter 9. The first woe is past. Behold, two woes are still coming after these things. Again, this is intense judgment by God. This is the pouring out of the wrath of God. I can't, I know I keep coming back to it, but I can't say it enough. Praise be to God that those of us who've put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ will not have to go through any of these 
trials or difficulties because he will take us out of the way in the rapture. And that is why, as we talked about two weeks ago, we can encourage each other with these things because um, we don't have to go through all of this judgment and all of this pain and suffering. Verse 13, then the sixth angel sounded. And I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. One saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released so that they would kill a third of mankind. So these four angels were prepared ahead of time to kill a third of mankind. So not only do we have a third of the earth and a third of the seas and the creatures and the ships and a third of the rivers and a third of the light, now we've got a third of mankind killed. Let's continue here. And the four angels who had prepared, been prepared for that day and month and year were released so that they would kill a third of mankind. The number of the armies of the horsemen was 200 million. 200 million horsemen. I heard the number of them. And this is how I saw in the vision the horses and those who sat on them. The riders had breastplates the color of fire and of um, hyacinth and of brimstone. And the heads of the horses are like the heads of lions. And out of their mouths proceed fire and smoke and brimstone. A third of mankind was killed by these three plagues, by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which proceeded out of their mouths. So it's not just like they're going uh, to and fro and cutting off people's heads and they're instantly dead. It's that they're killing a third of mankind with fire, with brimstone, which is very similar type of feeling of burning, and with smoke. A third of mankind was killed by these three plagues, by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone, which proceeded out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents and have heads, and with them they do harm. Wow. Now these not only have the the things coming out of their mouth, the fire, the brimstone, and the smoke, but now they've got serpents out of their tails that can harm people that aren't necessarily killing them. They get killed from the other three. And so what is the response of people on the earth? Verse 20, the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands so as to not so as not to worship demons and the idols of gold and of silver and of brass and of stone and of wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their immorality, nor of their thefts. So the earth, even in the midst of these judgments, 
is thumbing their noses at God and saying, I will not repent no matter what you do. Next week, we will continue on our study through the tribulation on Freedom Fridays. (laughs) 